Sarah, welcome to the Tuesday Extravaganza. Glenn, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to jump into this chat with you. Today, we're talking about the 20 signs that you're financially on track, physically, emotionally, all the alleys. You've got a list. I've got a list. I'm checking it once. I'm checking it twice. (laughs) I'm going to find out if your list is naughty or nice. And I reckon we might go kind of, you do a point and I'll ask you about yours and then we kind of flip it. All right, Glenn, I'm keen to hear what your first point is. Well, this is, um, it's pretty boring. It's pretty basic. And we've kind of structured our points where they ratchet up from like, do this first if you haven't done anything. And that is, you've got to have an emergency fund because when stuff goes down and stuff will go down, you need to make sure that a minor financial inconvenience isn't a catastrophic event in your financial life. And we do that by having an emergency fund. The worst time to get debt is in an emergency because people say, oh, I've got a credit card for emergencies. I'm like, okay, so you're saying the worst time financially for you is to go into debt. Hmm, not sure about that. I know for me, the worst time financially is not to go into debt. So we have to start working towards an emergency fund If you don't have an emergency fund at the moment, I would probably start by saying, let's get $1,000 in a separate account. And then I'd probably say, if you are paying off consumer debt, put all that on minimum payments, get to a $1,000 or $2,000 emergency fund first, then go and focus and smash that consumer debt, then swing back and have an emergency fund. And we really want to target, I don't know, three to six months of your expenses only in that emergency fund. So that's my first point get an emergency fund. I'm massive on emergency funds. And I think money can be stressful as is just trying to sort it out generally in your everyday life, let alone when there's an element of urgency. So having that emergency fund there is going to help remove just that excess stress that is going to come along with any urgent event. Um, But something else that is really important to me is your why. My favorite book is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. So it's no surprise that this is my number one thing on here. Uh, But it's just having that clarity over your priorities and your why for saving. I think Mm -hmm. I've had so many conversations with people about money ever since, you know, talking on podcasts, et cetera. And often people don't know where to start. And the problem with not knowing where to start is that you can't pick a first step if you don't know what direction you want to head in. And it becomes so much easier to make decisions moving forward in every area of money, in every area in your life, to be honest. But, you know, what to invest in, what insurance to have, when you have that clarity over what matters to you and why money is important to you at all, because it's going to be different for so many of us. And I reckon if you don't have that why nailed, you're prone to distractions, you're prone to chop and change course, you're prone to not sticking to that. Like Absolutely. Just, you've got to have your, you know, your why bedrock in place. Mm, yeah, it keeps you grounded. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, my second point, again, sorry guys, it's really basic, but so important. And it kind of goes back to my sound financial house. It's in my book, I don't, page 10. I don't even know what page it's on, whatever. Um, you've got to get your income and life insurance sorted. When the shat hits the fan, and it may do that, you need to make sure that you know you've spent all this money investing in shares, in property. We've just got to make sure that if we have a financial hiccup in terms of a medical event, which stops us from working, that we've got our emergency fund to get us through short term, three to six months. Then after that, we outsource that risk to an insurance company to protect our income because everything we do in our financial life rises and falls on money walking in the door each week. So we have to have income insurance. If you've got a family, if you've got debt and dependents, you've got to get death cover at the very least because you've just got to make sure if you're not around or one spouse isn't around, it's not a financial train wreck. They can grieve knowing that they can keep the house and that food will be on the table. And then secondary to that, we won't um, camp on it too long. Just get your will and estate plan sorted. You know, it's just, these are just kind of once-off things that you just have to sort out. And as long as I've got this microphone, I'll probably be talking about the financial foundations that you need to set up in your life. Hey, you might have insurance. You might have your will. Just think, when was the last time I actually looked at the policies? If it has been three or four years, get it out. Get your will out. Have a look. And uh, yeah, we just want to make sure that's ticked off. What do you got for number two, Sarah? I just want to touch quickly on something you said as well, because Mm. I, this year for the first time in my life, spoke to an insurance advisor and had that element of protection added into my life, which was new for me. And I guess I'd always had that mindset that a lot of people might have around what's unlikely I'm ever going to use it. I'm young, I'm healthy, I don't need it, et cetera, et cetera. And the insurance advisor said that exactly that's the point. Like you hope you'll never have to use it. And that's really stuck with me where I think like establishing what your priorities are and what is worth it to have is really important. What what could you possibly lose that is too big of a risk to take? Um, and hopefully you won't need it. And having that mindset, I think, helps you establish what's important and then helps you feel better about paying for it as well. So it doesn't just feel like this cost that's going to nothing. Um, It actually feels more of like an investment into your health. But anyway, my next one is you don't have the habit of using consumer debt. So I don't just mean you don't have consumer debt at all, because I think a lot of people, a lot of us use consumer debt or have used consumer debt and it's okay. We don't need to hate ourselves for doing that. Um, for but opening you the afterpay. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't. But, you know, we've all opened the afterpay account. Um, <laughs> Have we, Sarah? Well. Have we? <laughs> maybe not you, Glenn. No, I definitely, I, I definitely did. And I got out of that really quickly because what I noticed is that when you have a habit of like relying on consumer debt, and we're talking about purely consumer debt, not obviously mm. big debts that you need for other things. But when you get into this habit of relying on debt, um, it's so hard to get out of that again. Like it actually feels like the cycle that is almost impossible to remove yourself from. And I think the quicker you can establish a habit of paying things with cash or money you actually have available, that's when you'll find you start to feel so much more on top of things. And like you really have a a handle on your money and you feel in control of it as well. 
I reckon like for the first time ever, maybe you've just thought of this after you've said that, like consumer debt means that I've purchased what I want without having to have that money there. And Mm. as a human habit, getting what you want anytime, that's a bad habit to break. Like you think about chocolate. Absolutely. You think about ice cream. I can't keep ice cream in my house because it's a bad habit that I get into and I always want it. And once I've been off it for a while, it's no big deal. So, Mm. yeah, I reckon it's just that whole you've got to get out of the habit and make a decision that I don't use consumer debt anymore. 100%. Like don't hate yourself for doing it initially. Just use that as the motivation to build up a habit where you don't have to rely on it anymore. Mm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.